This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Petco Park as the Padres fall on this Thursday evening in their series opener against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Final score, Diamondbacks 3 and the Padres 1. Padres drop to 58-64 and 64 with the defeat. Diamondbacks improved to 62-60. and 60. Padres cannot win a third straight game. And we'll see if the Padres can bounce back tomorrow in game two of this four-game series. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We'll also hear all the radio highlights, tell you how this one went down, give out our nightly awards, your phone calls, and much, much more to get to there are a few thoughts that you have about this game at the end of it number one and i'm not trying to make an excuse for the padres here tonight but they hit a ton of balls really hard and very long in this game and just did not have a ton of batted ball luck and i know that you know sounds like the last thing you want to hear after a 3-1 defeat but it was true if you watch this game here tonight and the numbers back it up as well we'll dive into those but it just felt like the Padres were hitting balls right at people all night long now with that said this is the kind of game if you're a Padres fan you need to see them win with uh, more consistency than they've done in the first uh three quarters of the season here at the end of the day arizona only scores three runs on three hits the padres only had one run on three hits in this game and let's be honest one run on three hits most nights that's not going to be enough to get it done so while they did hit the ball very hard throughout this game i did think there was bad luck involved in this game one run on three hits it's about finding ways to win and winning the game thought number two on this game rich hill and pedro avila i mean if if Somebody would have told me before the game that the mix of those two would be the only two pitchers that would appear in this game, and they would give up a grand total of three runs. I think myself and a lot of people out there probably would have signed up for that, even with the very talented 
and very good right-hander Zach Allen on the other side of this pitching matchup. Rich Hill really made just a couple of mistakes in this game. A walk in the fourth inning, that led to a Tommy Pham two-run home run that he hit a mile. Then the home run in the fifth inning, given up to Moreno. That was one where... Uh, hit it to the right spot at Petco Park and hit it into that right field corner. It was not well struck really at all, but that's the way it went here tonight. More bad luck for the Padres. And again, I'm not trying to make excuses, but there was an element of that here tonight. That made it a 3-0 game, the home run by Moreno in the fifth inning. The other part of this game that you could argue worked to the Padres' favor, and we talked about it pregame, this was a Diamondbacks bullpen that was really beat up after their series in Colorado. So even after Zach Allen goes six innings and a third, he was very good once again. It's what you've come to expect from Gallen, who's had a great year, lowers his ERA to 317 here today. Six innings and a third, one earned run given up, three hits, walked one, and struck out three. Padres didn't have to face in the ninth inning especially, and in the eighth inning as well, didn't have to face Paul Seawald, the Diamondbacks closer. He had pitched in back-to-back days, and I assume, based on what we saw here tonight, was unavailable for that reason. So they instead faced Justin Martinez, a right-hander, a rookie, very little major league experience, four appearances coming into this game. The last appearance he had against the Reds, it was all the way back on July 21st in the major leagues, gave up five earned runs. Now, Martinez was back up as of today with the Diamondbacks he throws really hard you saw that but even with a guy that throws really hard they had an opportunity there in the ninth inning to maybe find a way to win this game with the big bats due up Fernando Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Jake Cronenworth would all come up in that ninth inning and the Padres got the winning run to the plate the tying runs on base and could not find a way to get that one big hit to either tie this game or win the game so look with all that said some of the bad luck here tonight both on the pitching side with the Moreno home run the batted ball luck they had here tonight the end of the day the Padres only had one run on three hits and they did have it set up despite a hard thrower they did have it set up in the ninth inning Really, I I thought in a pretty good spot to try to tie this game or win the game, and they did uh, get the tying runs on base and the winning run to the the plate but could not find a way to cash in. And uh, with all that said, all those thoughts, reality is it's a 3-1 defeat for the Padres against the Diamondbacks here tonight. Much more to do on our postgame coverage. When we come back, we'll recap this game in its entirety. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Much more to come as we wrap this one up. Again, the final score, D-backs three, Padres one in this series opener here at Petco Park. Back after this on the Padres Radio Network. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits. Turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Final score, Diamondbacks 3, Padres 1. lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a handful of minutes, so stay tuned for that. We have our nightly awards to give out. Full look at the out-of-town scoreboard, and we also will take some of your phone calls coming up here a little bit later. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that by tweeting at me at Sammy Lev S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V Instagram DMs open as well Sammy Lev there too let me know what you thought about this game this is uh, an interesting game to break down it really is because on one hand you felt like the Padres did a lot of good things in a number of different areas just as far as the quality of contact they made what they did on the pitching side here tonight as a whole between rich hill and pedro avila but obviously every game right now is very very important especially against teams that are in front of them in the wild card race the diamondbacks are one of those teams and at the end of the day diamondbacks get a 3-1 win here at petco park tonight let's recap how this one went down Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Both starting pitchers were rolling early on. Rich Hill retired the first nine batters he faced on just 30 pitches. Zach Allen, meanwhile, went three scoreless innings to begin his night with the lone base runner coming on a one-out double from Garrett Cooper in the bottom of the third. In the top of the fourth inning, Hill issued a one-out walk to Corbin Carroll. Then it was Tommy Pham. Pham swings at the first pitch, hits it in the air to very deep left center field. This one a no-doubter out to the second bullpen. The Diamondback bullpen, the one further away from the fence. A two-run homer for Tommy Pham. And Arizona leads 2-0. 430 feet off the bat of Tommy Pham. And like Jesse said, Diamondbacks had a 2-0 lead. D-backs got another in the top of the fifth inning against Hill. Gabriel Moreno led off. Right-hand hitting catcher swings at the first pitch. Sends one in the air deep down the right field line. At the porch, this one going to go. We were just talking about it only place in the yard that that's a home run dropped it into the first row of the petco porch down the right field line an opposite field home run for moreno only his fourth of the year and now three nothing arizona we told you tommy fam's home run went 430 that one for moreno 329 how about that both home runs, and the Diamondbacks had a 3-0 lead. Padres got a leadoff double from Jake Cronenworth to begin the bottom of the fifth. Gallen retired the next two hitters, but then it was Trent Grisham. The 1-1 pitch. Trent swings, lines it to right field. Charging in Carroll, has to play it on a hop. Cronenworth rounding third on his way. He'll score, and the Padres are on the board. An RBI single for Trent Grisham. 3-1, Arizona in the fifth. That was all the Padres got in the fifth inning. Pedro Avila entered in the sixth inning, a 1-2-3 frame. Gallen did the same. Avila then threw a scoreless seventh inning. Gallen and Kyle Nelson combined for a scoreless bottom half. Gallen went six innings and a third and allowed just one run. Avila worked around a leadoff double in a scoreless eighth inning. Then it was the mix of Nelson and rookie right-hander Justin Martinez that came in in the eighth inning out of the Diamondbacks bullpen. They struck out the side combined in the bottom half of the eighth inning, striking out Cooper, Grisham, and Kim. So he went to the ninth inning. Padres still down 3-1. to one. Avila threw another scoreless inning in the ninth. That sent us to the bottom half of the ninth inning. 
Padres down by two, three to one with the middle of their order due up against this young right-hander, hard thrower, Justin Martinez. Fernando Tatis Jr. walked. Juan Soto hit a ball towards the middle. A great diving stop by Geraldo Perdomo at second base. He flipped the second to get the force out of Tatis. So Soto was on first base with one out. Manny Machado struck out looking. Xander Bogarts walked. That put the tying runs on base. The winning run was at the plate in the bottom half of the ninth inning in the form of Jake Cronenworth. The pitch, Cronenworth takes on the outside corner, strike three call. Justin Martinez comes up from AAA Reno, collects his first major league save. It did not come easily, but he gets the job done. And the Diamondbacks have now won three straight games as they beat the Padres 3-1 in game one of this four-game series. That last pitch to Jake Cronenworth, a splitter at the very top of the zone on the outside corner, and that was that. Final score, Diamondbacks 3 and the Padres 1. Again, the Padres fall to 58-64. and 64. Diamondbacks improved to 62-60. and 60. Final totals here tonight for the Diamondbacks, three runs, three hits, no errors. And for the Padres, one run, three hits, and no errors. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. There were a fair amount of hard hits and it seemed like a good approach. I was wondering what you thought of the approach. I, I thought our approach was as good as we've had off him. So I had, what, seven line outs on my card, a couple balls to the track. Some hard hit balls on the ground too, so it's not for lack of approach. Pretty frustrating. I mean, I never say unlucky, but we were a little unlucky tonight with as many hard hit balls we had. Conversely, there was a very short home run. Yeah. What did you think of Rich? I thought Rich pitched really good. Walks one guy, makes probably one bad pitch the entire game. Ends up being two runs. He only gives up two hits in five innings. He pitched really well. When you get some of the luck that you got tonight, does it kind of underscore like just? where you are needed like you could maybe chalk this up as a game that you probably should have won in a different part of the year we could have we didn't but it's one that you move on and you don't hang your head over you move on to the next day because we that's one of the best pitchers in in the national league who's given us a tough time and i thought our approach was as good as we've we've had off him this pretty much how you mapped it out pitching wise with hill to avala and then what avala provided you in those last four yeah man he's been fantastic so I, you know, in this close a game, I wasn't sure you'd, you know, you'd stay with him the entire way, but he didn't do anything to to take himself out of the game. Had Suarez up in case a couple base runners got on, but he's pitched that way every time he's had the ball, whether it was starting, whether it's in relief, whether it's, you know, spot starting. Um, this is his best work. I know we ask this every time now, but what has he done for himself as far as? potentially gaining a bigger role he, he, the, the role he's pitching in right now he's been really good in so we'll see you know it's not like rich pitched his way out of the rotation today he pitched well and i think the way they matched up for today's game we were looking to maybe go two times around with rich we did and and pedro pitched great that was padres manager bob melvin from down by the clubhouse here at petco park again the final score diamondbacks three and the padres one you heard about a number of different Elements there, including Pedro Avila, who was terrific once again. Avila now in six outings on the year. This is a span of 22-plus innings. 
a 0-8-1 ERA, four more scoreless innings here tonight. He was really, really good once again. And to be honest with you, Rich Hill was not bad in this game. Five innings, three runs given up. Like we said in the open, made a couple of mistakes. The walk before the fam home run, the home run to Moreno. Moreno hits it to the right spot. So Hill was fairly solid here tonight, but a game where the Padres score one run on three hits. And like we alluded to in the open, a lot of nights that's not going to get it done, but there was a lot of uh, bad, batted ball luck here tonight for the Padres as well. So we'll dive into all that. We'll give out some of our nightly awards coming up as well. We also will take your phone calls here coming up in a little bit, 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. Lots to break down, lots to get to as the Padres fall 3-1 to to the Arizona Diamondbacks here in the opener of this four-game set tonight. Our postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park as the Padres fall 3-1 to to the Arizona Diamondbacks here tonight. Padres again drop to 58 and 64. Diamondbacks improve to 62 and 60 as the Padres only score one run on three hits in this ballgame here tonight. And I mentioned it earlier And I think it's worth going back to and revisiting because, and I'm not trying to make excuses for the Padres here tonight. I'm I'm really not. But it was a a weird game in the sense that you almost feel like in an alternate reality, the Padres had they hit line drives a little bit shorter, fly balls just a few feet deeper, and hit balls hard to different parts of the field, this would have been a very different game. The expected batting average in this game for both these teams, based on the quality of the balls that were hit, the Padres' expected batting average was 334. The Diamondbacks was at 265. And I'll be honest with you, looking at those numbers around the seventh inning, it kind of matched up with how you felt. And again, in a game like this, one run on three hits, you got to find a way. And these games are so important for the Padres. And look, if we're being honest, they've had trouble finding ways to win uh, games like this. We know that, but I will say here tonight, I don't think I'd put this one in the category of, you know, one of those crushing, heartbreaking losses or ones that I'm going to get too crazy about here tonight from the offensive side because I I thought the quality of the at-bats were pretty good, um, and I thought they did run into a lot of bad luck uh, offensively here tonight with, uh, with the way they hit it and made a lot of quality contact, including against Zach Allen. With that said, you know, the other side of it in the ninth inning is it was set up pretty well. Middle of the order due up against a rookie right-hander and Justin Martinez, who, uh, you know, had really struggled. His last appearance in the major leagues was up from AAA Reno just earlier today. Throws very hard. He topped out at 102.7. In fact, he threw 
I mean, he was throwing absolute heat. But with that said, you've got some of the best hitters in the game. Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts uh, do up there. And Padres got the tying runs on. Could not find that one key hit to really turn this game around. And again, if we're being honest, that's been a problem at times for this team. So in some ways, I I didn't feel like this was in that category of of crushing loss. Uh, In another way, uh, they were searching for that one big hit and uh, could not find a way to get it here tonight. Again, we will take some of your phone calls here coming up in a little bit. 833-288-0973. First, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game tonight. Well, we have a relief pitcher of the game coming up later. And I would bet I got to give that to Pedro Avila tonight. Hmm. You know what? We'll stay on the Padres side of things for ace pitcher. I'm making an executive decision with our nightly awards. We'll give it to Pedro Avila. He was really good once again. I mean, more than really good. Four scoreless innings, one hit given up, walked one, struck out four, did a great job in the eighth inning in particular, walking, uh, working around a leadoff double. And you look at what Pedro Avila has done, a 0-8-1 ERA so far this season in 22-plus innings. And he continues to, to just pitch exceptionally well in this role. And the last few times out, it's been in this sort of long relief, piggyback-type role. And did it again with Rich Hill here. Now, you know, it's takeaway from this game again. And I wondered this aloud after that game in Arizona. Has Pedro Avila worked himself into a spot where he should be starting games or at least pitching in games with a lead? I mean, he's done really, really well in this role. And again, I said earlier, I didn't think Rich Hill pitched poorly in this game. He made a couple of mistakes, and those couple of mistakes cost the Padres here tonight in a game where they only scored one run on three hits. So that was the deal here tonight. We'll give Pedro Avila our ace pitcher of the game because he was that good. And I'll tell you what, Avila... If you want to even look big picture here, I mean, he has to really be opening your eyes and opening the eyes of uh, the Padres organization right now. I mean, he has been awfully good. And if I'm the Padres right now, I'm looking at Avila as somebody that could help you moving forward. I mean, this is real deal stuff from Avila. So he's been really good credit to him, and he did his job here tonight, entered in a 3-1 game and kept it exactly at a 3-1 game. The problem was Padres couldn't find a way to get more than one run here tonight. So uh, that was the story. We'll continue to break it down on the other side of this break. Again, full out-of-town scoreboard, your phone calls, and more to come. And we'll also uh, revisit some of what Bob Melvin had to say after the game as well. Final score, Diamondbacks 3, Padres 1. Back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Final score, Diamondbacks 3 and the Padres 1 as the Padres fall to a record of 58-64, and 64, back to six games below 500. Diamondbacks back to two games above at 62-60. and 60. And as far as the wild card race, Padres did lose a half game here tonight. A lot of teams in front of them not playing here tonight so they sit five games out of that final wild card spot but the diamondbacks have now won three in a row they're just one game out of that final wild card spot but like we've alluded to a lot there are a lot of teams between the padres and that final spot right now the cubs have it but the reds right on the outside looking in miami also right on the outside looking in they're about even with the cubs they're a percentage point off as far as winning percentage in that wild card race but uh, then arizona right behind those teams at one game out Padres are next at five games out so as we alluded to just like we were saying after the two really good wins against the Orioles uh, Padres have a lot of work to do here and even though I I thought this wasn't you know the, the same kind of game they've lost so often when your pitching staff gives up three runs on three hits it does feel like the kind of game the Padres have have to find ways to win right now uh, with where things are. So we'll see if they can bounce back tomorrow. Three games remaining in this four-game series and then three more games against Miami. So six very important games remaining on this 10-game homestand. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up. Again, phone number 833-288-0973-833-288-0973, the phone number. It's a call, and we will, uh, before we get to the phone calls, revisit what Bob Melvin had uh, had to say after this game here tonight. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight Again, I gave Pedro Avila already, uh, already ace pitcher of the game, and he deserved it. Four scoreless innings out of the pen. For relief here tonight, the reason I did that, I think this has to be Justin Martinez out of the bullpen for the Diamondbacks. I mean, think about what he did up from AAA Reno today. Comes in eighth inning, has to face the top of the order. Ha Sung Kim in the eighth inning. Two outs, nobody on, strikes him out looking. Then the ninth inning. He did walk two, but he had to get through with a two-run lead, a save opportunity with Paul Seawald, presumably unavailable after pitching back-to-back days and a beat-up Diamondbacks bullpen. He had to get through Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts, and Cronenworth with the Diamondbacks still in front, and he didn't allow a run in this game. So for that reason, was he perfect? No. Throws really hard. It was impressive. But he got through that ninth inning, and he got four outs. It was a four-out save for Martinez, his first major league save. It's hard not to give Martinez relief pitcher of the game. Strikes out Jake Cronenworth looking to end this one. So Martinez 
our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. We'll get to your phone calls here coming up. We'll also hear from Bob Melvin. First, let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight. Again, doesn't give me any great pleasure to be given awards to Diamondbacks, but sometimes you have those games where you have to go in this direction. So if you're one of the people out there that doesn't like when I give the awards to the other team, I get it, but sometimes we have no choice here. I mean, I think it's got to be Tommy Pham here. And again, we gave Avila, who was terrific today, our ace pitcher, so we've acknowledged him. But, I mean, Pham had the two-run home run that ends up standing up in this game. Offer it, chill. I mean, if the Diamondbacks get that alone and everything else happens, you know, and they never get the Moreno home run, Padres have the exact same game on the offensive side. Diamondbacks win this game. It ended up being the hit of the game, the swing of the game. And he crushed it 430 feet into the Diamondbacks' bullpen. So I know Tommy Pham heard booze here, but unfortunately I think he's got to be our player of the game here tonight because of that swing. So sorry to the folks out there who maybe don't like when I uh, go the other way with the awards, but there are some games that uh, unfortunately require that. You just got to do it, and I think here tonight it was that way. Hard to, uh, you know, give anybody on the Padres' offensive side a player of the game on a night where they have just one run on three hits, and the one run came courtesy of an RBI single from Trent Grisham. So certainly a good job by Grisham there to get the Padres on the board. You hope that would create some momentum, but was not the case here tonight for San Diego. All right, before we get to your phone calls, let's just revisit uh, some of what Bob Melvin had to say after the game here tonight in case you missed it. Here was Bob Melvin talking about how the Padres got unlucky here tonight. I thought our approach was as good as we've had off him. So I had, what, seven lineouts on my card, a couple balls to the track, some hard-hit balls on the ground, too. So it's not for lack of approach. Pretty frustrating. I mean, I never say unlucky, but we were a little unlucky tonight with as many hard-hit balls we had. Yeah, and they were. Again, I, I, that echoes what I said at the very top of the post-game show. I mean, you just look at it. I'll, I'll read off some of the balls the Padres hit tonight that turned into outs. There was... A ball that went 386 feet, 105.7 off the bat of Fernando Tatis Jr. was an out. Manny hit one at 104 and 381 feet. That was an out. Juan Soto hit a ground ball uh, that was 103.7. That was an out. Uh, Line out by Camposano at 102. Ground out by Cronenworth at 101. I mean, the list goes on and on here. And you look at certainly the Moreno home run. That was good luck offensively for the Diamondbacks. So, look, I I, I never, you know, want to use luck as a quote-unquote excuse, but I do think here tonight that really was part of the story. The approach against Gavin, the quality of contact in a lot of cases was was really good for this team here tonight. Here was Bob Melvin talking about Rich Hill, his performance. I thought Rich pitched really good. Walks one guy, makes probably one bad pitch the entire game, ends up being two runs, he only gives up two hits in five innings. He pitched really well. And finally, here was Bob Melvin after the game on the performance of Pedro Avila. Yeah, man, he's been fantastic. So, I, you know, in this close a game, I wasn't sure you'd, you know, you'd stay with him the entire way, but 
he didn't do anything to to take himself out of the game. Had Suarez up in case a couple base runners got on, but he's pitched that way every time he's had the ball, whether it was starting, whether it's in relief, whether it's, you know, spot starting. This is his best work. Yeah, he has been really, really, really good, Pedro Avila. And I'm, I'm curious to see what his role is moving forward. There's a long way to go this season, 40 games. And he's been great in the roles he's been given this year, certainly. And, uh, Deserves a lot of credit for what he did here tonight, no doubt about that. So that was what Bob Melvin, some of what he had to say after the game. And let's go to the phones, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. We lead things off here tonight with Max, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Max. Hey, Sammy. Thanks for picking up the phone. Uh, I I just think the Padres are going to have to start hanging up banners. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have to start hanging up two win banners around the stadium because we haven't got more than a three win all year. We're going to have to start hanging up two win banners because it seems to be all the team can do one three win banner and two win banner multiple times throughout the year, but not more than that. And it's really just not enough after we do what we did against the Orioles, the D backs come in and then we put up a three-hit performance, and I understand what you're saying about the hard-hit balls, but bad, you know, rattlesnake, snake-bit teams, that's what happens to them. You know, snake-bit teams get get that. So it's unfortunate, but I think we need to start hanging two-win banners for these 2023 <laughs> San Diego Padres because it doesn't seem that they can do four, five, six, seven wins like they're going to need to do to catch up Mm. to this wild card race that they're in. Thanks, Sammy. Take care. Yeah, Max, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. And I I know you're joking around with the two-win banners. But, look, your point is is understood. And I'm with you in the sense of, yeah, to go on the run, they have to go on. They they have to find a way to win more than two, three games in a row. And they have not won more than three all season. They they have to. Um, Again, I'm not saying bad luck was the only reason they lost this game. Look, at the end of the day, the score is the score. The hits you get are the hits you get, and they got one run on three hits. And, you know, most nights that's not going to be nearly good enough to win a Major League Baseball game. It wasn't here tonight. So, uh, look, I I just look at that ninth inning in particular. You had it set up against Martinez, who I know is throwing hard, but you've got some great hitters right there and you're just looking for one big swing to tie it to take a lead to uh, take not even take a lead to win it in the bottom half of the ninth inning at the very least tie it and they could not find a way uh, to collect that base hit i mean they didn't have a base hit in that ninth inning you know they they weren't facing zach gallon in the eighth inning um you know gallon only gets the the first out of the seventh so you know even against gallon who they made good contact against they couldn't you know, figure out a way to, to score much against them aside from the one run. And then they had some opportunity against a, a beat-up Diamondbacks bullpen and could not get more than just that one run. So, look, your, your point's taken, Max, and uh, I'm with you. At the end of the day, you know, we can talk bad luck. We can talk about the good approach, and that's all true. At the same time, hey, you got to find a way. You have to find a way. And, and, hey, was there any better example of kind of the way the luck part of it has gone for the Padres this season. And the fact that Bogarts hits that ball in the fourth inning down the right field line, it ends up hitting just to the right of the foul pole, right by the uh, jack-in-the-box sign, uh, just to the right, maybe a foot or two to the right of the pole, off the wall, right? Could have been an extra base hit if he hits it 
a foot further, and he keeps it fair. It's a two-run home run, and the game is tied at that point. Instead, it ends up being a line-out uh, to left field off the bat of Xander Bogarts, and then in the top of the fifth inning, just a, a few minutes later, Moreno hits the home run that, you know, he parks in that short porch in right field that only went uh, 329 feet, so... Ah, frustrating, and just kind of the way the cookie crumbled here tonight, and it, yeah, it does seem like on a lot of nights, things have just broke that way for this team, and you hope that that luck, that fortune at some point here turns around. Let's go to Brett in Ramona calling in. Hi, Brett. Hey, Sammy. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Hey, I'm actually looking at this a little bit differently, so... <clears throat> Yes, I agree. I mean, you know, if if we're going to make the playoffs, they're going to have to find ways to start winning these these games like this. But that being said, this is the kind of performance that we haven't seen in a loss very often this year. They had they there wasn't a lot of chasing balls out of the strike zone. There weren't a lot of strikeouts up through the seventh inning. They had what four against Zach Gallen, and that's what he's known for. I mean, he's he's a he's a strike pitcher. Um, what I'm seeing here is I like the approach. I like the fact that they did hit the balls hard. Yeah, they hit them straight at people, but they hit the balls hard. And, you know, going by what, you know, Mud would say, this game is just a, a big old hang with them, you know. But I think there is a lot to look at and kind of build on, even though this was a loss. So we have productive outs, right? So I would almost put this in the category of a productive loss because there's a lot of things to look at here. Yeah, Brett, great call. And I'm with you. I I do not put this game in the category of losses that we have so often seen this year that I would say were really, really disappointing. I'm I'm with you. Good points all the way around. Um, Yeah, I thought the approach was fine against Gavin. They hit the ball hard all over the place. I hope it's a game here tonight that we can look back on at the end of the weekend and say, you know what, they lost that first game, but they bounced back in a big way the next three. And that that first game, it was, you know, they did a lot of things right. It just didn't happen as far as the batted ball luck. I'm with you. Will that be the way we look back on this game at the end of this series? I don't know. But good points all the way around. I'm I'm with you. I I thought this was approach-wise, quality of contact-wise, really good. It was it was an odd game, again, like I said earlier, where you feel like in an, in an alternate universe, if they hit just a, a ball a foot further here or there, or a foot shorter even, some of these line drives that were hit right at people could have been a very different game. And look, they, they looked about, from a quality of contacts standpoint, as good as they've looked against Zach Allen in his last three starts against them. I mean, they certainly, I thought, squared him up way, way, way better than they did last weekend in Arizona. So, Brett, I'm with you. I, I, I think this is a tough game to make sense of a little bit because it just felt all night like they, they just did not get a break at all. And, again, I know that sounds frustrating uh, to some fans probably considering the way this season has gone, and, and you might look at it and say, you know what, you got to find a way, and, and there's, a, there's an aspect of that too. But uh, this was an odd one here tonight. Let's go to Rancho Bernardo. It's Don on the Padres Radio Network. Hi, Don. Hey, Sammy. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing well. Beautiful night here at the ballpark. Can't complain. <laughs> Good. That's great to hear. Um, well, I, uh, Brett, 
the previous caller totally stole my thunder because uh, and I couldn't agree more with them. That's well, that was going to be my point tonight. And uh, you know, one way to look at tonight, and that's kind of the way I was looking at all night, to be honest with you, during the game, it's just terrible luck. You know, I mean, we were crushing the ball, and you covered it already, just really, really to everybody, and uh, all the, all these baseball gods were on the uh, Diamondback side tonight. But, you know, we did make good contacts. We have got, uh, you know, so hopefully we can keep that offensive momentum moving forward to tomorrow. A lot of baseball left, you know, in the season. You never know. I know it's unlikely, but you don't never know. And backing out to the really big picture here, you know, this is just goes with the trend of, I know I'm saying it's, it's you know, bad luck tonight. It is one way to look at it for sure is bad luck. And uh, But in the really big picture, it's hard to imagine that next year we could be this unlucky two seasons in a row. You know, with all these trends we keep talking about with the with the uh, expected batting average of the team and the, just the regression of all the players, and we've talked about all that stuff. So I think next season, if we don't get to the playoffs this year, I think I'm really looking forward to next year, Sammy. Yeah, Don, uh, good call. I, I agree with you. Um, look, there's been so much weird stuff about this season, just by the numbers. If you want to look at the one-run games, they were so good at those a year ago. You want to look at this this just insane 0-10 in extra inning games or the runners in scoring position or, like you said, Don, some of the regression. I'm with you. I, again, this is not stuff you maybe want to hear, you know, with the way this thing has gone overall this season, but I agree with you. In the sense of, I find it hard to believe that if you played these games over again, that a lot of these numbers and trends would happen. The one-run games. And and look, some of it is a lack of execution. Some of it is, um, you know, the bullpen and and all that. But, yeah, I mean, I think it would all, in another season, maybe even out a little bit more than it has. And there have just been some aspects that have been so hard to, to figure out and you look, look at the run differential part of it. We've talked about that before. You know, that's another number. It's at plus 62 now that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, again, I, I've said this number before. You know, their expected win-loss record is actually 68-54, and 54, and instead they're 58-64. and 64. So the, the run differential, the expected win-loss, it, it backs up the way you feel at times. Now, of course... You know, at the end of the year, if they don't end up making the postseason, however it ends, look, nobody in that clubhouse and Bob Melvin, they're not, they're not going to say it was all bad luck. Okay, none of us are going to say that. Okay, at the end of the day, their games, you got to win them. And that's the name of the game. Winning baseball games, however, you have to do it. But, man, there have been a lot of really odd elements of this season that that don't sync up with what their record is. And so your point there, Don, is well taken, and I agree with you. And another one of those games in a lot of ways here tonight with the way it went. Bottle score, Arizona 3, San Diego 1. If you want to squeeze a phone call in, you can, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. We'll come back with the out-of-town scoreboard. You'll hear our play of the game, and we will wrap it up from Petco Park after this on the Padres Radio Network. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final score, 
D-backs three, Padres one. As the Padres drop the series opener to Arizona, the good news, still three more games remaining on this home, well, not on this homestand, six more on this homestand, three more in this series tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, so plenty of opportunity for the Padres uh, to bounce back and redeem themselves after what was, like we've been saying throughout the show here, a frustrating loss here tonight, but like we've talked about with the phone calls, I don't think frustrating in the way that a lot of these games have been. This was frustrating in a different way where the Padres hit the ball hard all night and just did not have anything to show for it. I mean, almost like comically little to show for it with three hits. I mean, the quality of contact here tonight, I thought, and, and I, I didn't even have to look up like the exit velos to, to tell you. I mean, if you watch the game, you saw it and you felt it. And, man, three hits tonight based on the quality of contact. And, again, I, I don't mean anybody that's just tuning in to think I'm making excuses. I'm, I'm really not because they had it set up in the ninth inning. And, look, you got to find ways to win games, and especially when the Padres are where they are and these games are so important. But this was a weird one here tonight because you just felt had – you know, they hit the ball in some different spots and hit the ball just a, a couple feet further in some different spots. This is a totally different ball game here tonight. And they had good contacts really throughout the outing for Zach Gallen and the mix of Rich Hill, Pedro Avila. They were solid. I mean, I know uh, a lot of fans out there, you know, are, are clamoring for Avila to uh, to start and all that. And, and I understand what you're saying. But, look, let's be honest. Rich Hill was pretty solid here tonight. Five innings, three runs given up. If you would have told me that before tonight's game, I, I think I signed up for that. And he made really two mistakes to me and they came both in the fourth inning issuing the walk before fam and the pitch to fam which he hit a long way but the second home run he gave up to moreno i mean it went 329 feet into the the short porch and right field that's the one spot in this ballpark if you hit a ball that far it will go out and moreno placed it there perfectly so it's the way it went here tonight for the padres as they fall three to one let's take a look at the out of town scoreboard Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Taking a look at the scores today from around the Major Leagues. Not a ton of games today. We'll have a full slate tomorrow. Mets beat the Cardinals in St. Louis 4-2. Pete Alonzo, a two-run home run in that game. Nationals beat the Red Sox in D.C. 10-7. Dodgers edged by the Brewers 1-0 in L.A. tonight. Austin Barnes, a solo home run in the eighth inning, broke a scoreless tie. And the Dodgers go on to win it 1-0. Mariners beat the Royals 6-4 in Kansas City. They got some help from Julio. One out top of the eighth inning. Here's Julio Rodriguez, the stretch and the pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Deep to left field. Way back. Going and going and goodbye baseball. Julio Rodriguez with a three-run blast. And he gives the Mariners a 5-4 lead here in the top of the eighth inning. A huge three-run home run for Julio Rodriguez. Mariners trailed 4-2. to two. That made it 5-4. to four. Mariners go on to win it by a final of 6-4. to four. The only other game on the schedule today got rained out. Tigers in Cleveland taking on the Guardians. They'll make that up as part of a single admission doubleheader tomorrow. 
And that's a look at the whole out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. Like I said, not a lot of games on the schedule today. We'll be back to a full slate of games tomorrow in the major leagues. Now let's hear our play of the game. Was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game, presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration, because we know how. Cam swings at the first pitch, hits it in the air to very deep left center field. This one, a no doubter, out to the second bullpen, the Diamondback bullpen, the one further away from the fence. A two-run homer for Tommy Pham, and Arizona leads two nothing. Tommy Pham had the big swing in this game. Two-run home run in the fourth inning. Made it a 2-0 game. Diamondbacks, that would be really all they would need in this game. They got one more by Moreno, the solo shot, to begin the fifth. But, hey, the Pham home run would have been enough on its own as the Diamondbacks win it 3-1 over the Padres here tonight. And, again, doesn't, you know, give me any pleasure to be giving out so many awards tonight to uh, non-Padres. We, we like to mix in the positivity when we can after losses, but here tonight, one of those spots where uh, play of the game's got to be the home run by fam. By far and away had the, the biggest impact on this game. Made it 2 nothing, and the Diamondbacks really uh, never looked back, never relinquished that lead here tonight. Helped out by a good pitching performance for Arizona. Zach Allen, six innings and a third, one earned runs given up. Kyle Nelson, inning and a third scoreless out of the bullpen. Justin Martinez, inning and a third scoreless as well. Pedro Avila was terrific uh, for the Padres out of their pen here tonight. Four scoreless innings as again. He lowered his ERA in 22-plus innings this year to 0-8-1. Really uh, hard to overstate how good Avila has been this year for the Padres. And we'll see what uh, is next for Avila. And uh, certainly uh, took another step in the right direction for him here tonight. Taking a look at tomorrow. First pitch tomorrow, same time, same place, 6.40 p.m. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 5.40. Right-hander Seth Lugo on the mound tomorrow for the Padres. Right-hander Brandon Fott on the mound for the Diamondbacks. And again, first pitch at 6.40. Pre-game coverage begins at 5.40 from Petco Park. Certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals here tonight. For Arizona, three runs, three hits, no errors. They left on three. For San Diego, one run, three hits, no errors. They left on a grand total of five. Winning pitcher in this game, Zach Allen, who improves to 13-5. and five. Losing pitcher, Rich Hill, who drops to 7-13 and 13 on the year between Pittsburgh and San Diego. And the save, the first of his major league career, goes to Justin Martinez, number one here in 2023. Time of game, a quick one, two hours and 20. The crowd here at Petco Park tonight, 38,020. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator tonight, Frank Mark Casey, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Arizona Diamondbacks 3 and the San Diego Padres 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Petco Park right here on the Padres Radio Network.